Welcome back to Real Walk Podcast. I'm your host, Kiara, and I'm very just full of emotion and uh, I'm just ready to talk about this topic, um, especially because my trip to Texas, like I had mentioned in the last episode, had a lot to do with this title. Um, just to give you a little background about my trip it was amazing i got to spend time with my family um but god had an assignment um on this trip he spoke to me about me um i had mentioned i think in the last episode or the episode before that i had mentioned that i had gone to texas um back in March and that trip I went with my boyfriend I went with Abner um and God the Lord spoke to us about you know the body of Christ the church our relationship um just so many things but this time I went by my well I went with my cousin um but God had really spoke to me about myself um I was reading this book. I had a lot of time with God um, and just a lot of rest, a lot of rest. Um, I was there for 10 days. Like I said, I was reading this book um, called Love and Respect. It's a marriage book and it's really good. I recommend it for couples who are for who are married or also um, in the process of thinking of marriage and the next steps and serious um, steps especially but while I was reading that book the Lord had confronted me so much and I wish I could tell you guys every single detail but it's just so much and I'm still processing I'm still praying about things but he really spoke to me about myself and the title has to do with that and as many of you can see it's rescue me the title is rescue me so um i don't want to take too much of you guys' time but um i realized that when i was in texas um i i'm gonna get straight deep to it (laughs) like deep into it but i realized that have trust issues um and i don't mean necessarily relationships or friendships i mean with god and not necessarily that i don't trust him but i don't give him my full trust in everything that i do um i tend to pick and choose and this is just being very vulnerable with you guys um something I'm working on and praying on but I see my faults and my flaws and my things that I go through and I want to share with others because I also want people who are listening to understand that you're not alone like this journey this walk with Christ or even if you're just starting and listening but you don't necessarily you haven't necessarily given your life to Christ like we're all in this journey together and it's not easy we feel alone we feel like we're by ourselves we feel like nobody will understand us 
and a little bit of that has to do with trust because we don't trust that other christians are struggling we don't trust people we have our own trust issues in our lives um and for me it had to do with all of my past experiences my experiences growing up people things that had happened to me that had built this these trust issues and i would tend to give god some of my issues but i wouldn't give him all of my issues and this is what god had pointed out to me while i was reading the book and while i was over there and having my own time with him um and one thing that i had noticed about myself was and this is something that i had picked up on a few months ago but i didn't really like get too into it um was that i am a clean freak <laughs> if you are one of my friends if you're part if you're my family like you know that i'm a clean freak i have my things in their place my room is spotless my bed's always made my shoes are where they need to be everything has its place um and when my friends would come over i would be like oh excuse the mess and it's literally like <laughs> the smallest thing it's like a blanket just thrown on my bed like all my friends would be would be like girl like this is this is nothing but i am a clean freak and a perfectionist at that um and it's a blessing and a curse <laughs> um because i realized that I tend to be a clean freak because I have, I can tangibly have everything in control in front of me, but when it comes to emotional things or internal, I feel like there's just so much going on and it's hard to control the internal things. So I tried to have everything in front of me organized and, and like spotless. Again, being vulnerable. Um, and I know that God's working in that area with me, especially um, internally being able to, again, last episode, find that solitude and that silence in things that are chaotic. Um I am an artist, I am a visionary, so I tend to be able to see like things and have visions of like these uh, projects or whatever, things that like, what things could be, and I get so creative and artistic that my brain just kind of goes crazy, and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's too much, it's too much. So I started writing. I started writing all my ideas and all these things so that I can kind of control that. Um, but this is what I realized that because I'm artistic, because I'm, I tend to have all these things rambling in my head on top of my life and my own things that I go through and having a relationship and managing a friendship, friendships, um, school and ministry and work and all this stuff 
including the podcast <laughs> um but this is something that god had spoke to me about and i was like coming back i'm like god you see me you see what i'm struggling with but i don't know where to start i don't know how to start what do i do like how can i control this how can i just like lean on to you so prior to me leaving to texas i had a friend um a very dear friend of mine i love her she knows who she is um she invited me to her one of her youth events at her church and i came back that following monday and friday was the event and i I had already missed like three Fridays. Well, that would have been my third Friday. And I'm like, oh my gosh, God, like I'm a leader. Like I need to do better. I can't be missing this stuff. And all, all I heard God was say, I have you. Like I got it. Like don't worry about it. Everything's going to be fine with or without you there. And I was like, pill swallowed. But everything's going to be good with or without you there and these are to my ministry people the ministry does not rest on you side note tab but i was like okay god you're right gotta let it go like everything's gonna be fine i have a team there's a team like you got it you're right you got it so i ended up texting my youth pastors and i was like hey you know there's this event i would like i really want to go um blah blah blah, whatever everything happened they were so fine with it they were very they're very supportive anyways i was not scared of their answers um but i went i ended up going and i went to this event with these expectations that i'm just there to support my friend um she was preaching and I was just there to support my friend, but God had other plans. And the Lord spoke to me at that event heavily and just confirmed a lot of things that I was praying about from the trip. Um, but so many things that happened just on that night, too. Um, but fast forward, ended up getting home that night and I went to bed. And this is where everything kind of started. Um, I went to bed and God gave me a dream. I'm not going to get into the details of the dream. But it was, I, I just remember this visual of my perspective of me in the water. And my hand was reaching up. And all I saw was just another hand coming in. And I was scared out of my sleep. Like, I woke up scared because it felt so realistic. Like, it felt real. And when I woke up, all I heard God say was, Peter. And I was like, huh? (laughs) So I quickly grabbed my phone. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So I go to Matthew, and this is where the verse that I'm going to be focused on 
in this episode is Matthew 14:22. So, um, I'm going to read the story and you guys can read along with me, follow along with me. Um, and then I'm going to get into the details of this chapter. So Matthew 14, 22 says, Immediately after this, Jesus insisted that his disciples get back into the boat and cross to the other side of the lake while he sent the people home. After sending them home, he went up into the hills by himself to pray. Night fell while he was there alone. Night fell while he was there alone. Meanwhile, the disciples were in trouble far from land. For a strong wind had arisen, and they were fighting heavy waves. About three o'clock in the morning, Jesus came toward them, walking on the water. When the disciples saw him walking on the water, they were terrified. In their fear, they cried out, It's a ghost! But Jesus spoke to them at once. Don't be afraid, he said. Take courage, I am here. Then Peter called to him, Lord, if it's really you, Tell me to come to you walking on the water. Yes, come, Jesus said. So Peter went over the side of the boat and walked on the water towards Jesus. But when he saw the strong wind and the waves, he was terrified and began to sink. Save me, Lord, he shouted. Jesus immediately reached out and grabbed him. You have so little faith, Jesus said. Why do you doubt me? When they climbed back into the boat, the wind stopped. I love the New Testament. I just love the New Testament. But this this is a story that many Christians know of. And even non-Christians, actually, because I've heard people talk about, oh, Jesus walking on water and, like, you know, all that stuff. But this is a story that is actually very overlooked because it's so, quote-unquote, I would say, overplayed to many people. Um... But when you start to look at the details, when you start to look at and break things down, especially into like a metaphorical, like in a metaphorical manner, you start to see how much we can relate to Peter. So, let's start in the beginning. Um, of that chapter so immediately after this jesus insisted mind you prior to that this was um about the five thousand men that were fed um and and all the women and children um so a lot of just jesus stories and his miracles um so uh, let me see after sending them home he went to the hills by himself to pray night fell while he was there alone chapter uh verse 4 24 says meanwhile the disciples were in trouble far away from land for a strong wind had risen and they were fighting heavy waves how i see this is sometimes we tend to stray so far away from god and we get in trouble and we don't know what to do. We don't know what to do because we're not close to God. And when you get close to God, you 
know what to do because you're connected you're you're you have a connection with him and sometimes we struggle with it because obviously distractions and other things that come into our lives but the closer you get to god the more you hear god and how i see this is yeah visually the disciples were troubled far away from the land but when i see this in a spiritual way is we as human stray away from god's purpose for us continuing then it says jesus came toward them walking on the water when the disciples saw them walking saw him walking on the water they were terrified in their fear they cried out it's a ghost but jesus spoke to them at once do not be afraid he said take courage i am here when it says in their fear they cried out it's a ghost i saw this as when we are in fear we don't know what to do like you know how people (laughs) when they go to like haunted houses or they do like the haunted hayride thing and you see like people's different especially on like social media when you see those videos of like the security cameras where some people are running down the hall like completely straight running then there's the people that are just scared and terrified and they literally don't even move then there's the people that tend to hide behind another person we do that in a spiritual way and like it sounds funny i know but we do that in a spiritual way we tend to hide behind our issues we hide behind others thinking that God isn't going to see us and our fear. And a lot of the time it has to do with we're scared of what's going on in our lives and we don't know what to do. So we put on this like state of, or we get into the state of fear and it hinders us from actually walking in God's plans. So, Then Peter called to him, Lord, if it's really you, tell me to come to you walking on the water. Yes, come, Jesus said. So Peter went over the side of the boat and walked on the water towards Jesus. But when he saw the strong wind and the waves, he was terrified and began to sink. Save me, Lord, he shouted. Jesus immediately reached out and grabbed him. You have so little faith. Okay, backtrack, backtrack. Jesus said to him, to Peter, to come, to come to him. And even though Peter was doubting Jesus already from the beginning, Jesus already knew he was doubting him. When when they even saw him, they didn't really think it was him. And he says, Or it says, so Peter went over the side of the boat and walked on the water towards Jesus. But when he saw the strong wind and the waves, he was terrified and began to sink. Save me, Lord, he shouted. And and we get distracted with so many things. We get so distracted that we end up taking our eyes off of Jesus. 
Um, and this goes to everyone. <laughs> we we get so distracted from what God has already promised us. And I was having a conversation with somebody a couple of months ago where they were talking to me about how, you know, they had prayed about something so much, but they were so unsure of this thing that they were praying for. They're like, I don't know. I don't know if I should do this. I don't know if I should, you know, whatever. And this person ended up going to a service and the the pastor had spoke about this exact thing and how as Christians, we we tend to have our prayers answered by God, but then we go to God asking him to confirm the prayer or to confirm the answer, I mean. And it's like, God already answered it. Like, God's literally saying, like, I already answered this. I don't know why you're asking me again. Like, it's me, God, answering this, and then you want me to, like, double check. It's like... God already made the promise. So when it talks about Peter, he had his eyes set on Jesus. But then he took his eyes off of him because of fear and the things around him. So he began to sink. And then he shouted, save me, Lord. And a lot of us, backtracking in my notes, a lot of us doubt God. And then when we begin to fail, we call out for God. And I'm guilty of this. Like, I'm so guilty of this. Where I've, I have a very, I'm I'm pretty (laughs) strong-willed. And... I'm like, I got it. I got it. I got it. So then I do it and then I fail and I'm like, oh God, like, why didn't this go through? And he's like, because that wasn't from me. Or because that wasn't in my plan. And it's just like, Peter, like we had our eyes set on him and then we take our eyes off of God because we think that we can do it. And we can't do it without setting our eyes on Jesus. Revelation. (laughs) Like, so why do we doubt God and why is it hard to trust him? I, in my own personal experience, for me, I had realized it was hard for me to trust God being black and white with you it was hard for me to trust god because i couldn't see him and i knew god is i know god's real like there's no way that i would be here without god again testimony for another day no way i would be here without god but in the things that i've gone through and struggled with i felt like I had done things by myself for a really long time. So on top of that, even when I did have people in my life 
I still felt alone. I could have been in a room full of hundreds of people and still felt so alone. So when it came to God, it was hard for me to trust someone that I couldn't see. And now I know this is what faith is. Faith is trusting even when you can't see. And it goes back to placing our lives in God's hands. It's hard. I know it's so hard. It's it's something that, like, it's easier said than done. It's easier said than done to just be like, yup, here it is, God. I'm done. Like, you got that. It's real faith. Like, you have to have heavy faith in God to know that everything that you're doing is because God has your back. And I think for me, it was learning like, God, you have my back. Even when I don't want it like that, you know what's best for me. You know the plans that you have for me. You know the plans that you have for me, God. So, trusting your word. Trusting that you will protect me. That you will guide me. That you will lead me. That you will defend me. And I had even realized, like, it was hard for me, like, backtracking. It was hard for me to trust people even that I could see. (laughs) Like, and I get it. Like, a lot of us come from, and a lot of us have testimonies where we had people who failed us but we have to remember that humans will fail humans will fail but god never will so you can trust god but you have to be willing to trust god you have to allow yourself to trust god and this goes into how to trust these are my bullet points And um, I'm wrapping it up, but I call them the ABCs, the ABC. So the first one is accept that we need rescuing. We need to surrender. We need to let go. We need to place our lives at the feet of God. And this means fully devoting yourself. You can't just give god one thing but not all things and it's like saying god i trust you with my relationship i trust you with my family but like don't touch this one don't touch my job don't touch my friendships don't touch this this and this like you can't pick and choose i'm learning this too we cannot pick and choose we gotta god everything 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 you got that next is be willing be willing for change be willing for a new chapter and new seasons if you're not willing to do these things if you're not willing to to want change and to want to be better and to want to grow and etc you're 
always going to stay stuck in the same place because you're never willing for change. You're never willing for growth. So you have to be willing enough to let it go. Let those things go. Next, call out to God. I had this heavy in my heart. God isn't just a king. We think that he's just a king because we put him on this like high spectrum, which we should, of course. But we put him on this pedestal of like, he's only a king, but we forget that he's our friend. We forget that he's our father. And we want to honor him like a king, but we don't want to go to him like a, a father. Or we don't want to go to him like a friend. And when it's like, it's like um, when you would get in trouble as a teenager, especially, or if you are a teenager and you get in trouble right now, but you would, there's either people that would be scared to call of your parents, call your parents, or call your parents. I was part of the scared to call your parents um, (laughs) spectrum, but we were scared, well, speaking for the scared side, we were scared because we were scared of the reaction of a parent, and then there's the other side where they are fully, um, they trust their parents, they know their parents won't be yelling at them and stuff like that, but God isn't like that. God is compassionate. God gives us grace. Like, when I tell you, the amount of grace God has given me, (laughs) like, I don't know how or why, but I know that I can call out to God as my father and he'll still come rescue me even if I'm in the wrong. And I know that I can also go to God as my friend and someone to cry to and he'll embrace me like a friend and he can embrace me like a father as well. And remember... He still gives us grace, even when we don't deserve it. I bought a shirt in Texas that says product of grace. And I love that shirt because it's just a reminder that I'm a product of God's grace. I'm here because of God's grace. I'm here because of his mercy and his love and his compassion towards me. And he loves each and every single one of you. He loves you so much. And even when we get astray or when we start drowning in our own issues because we cause our own issues, he still will come and rescue us. And that's love. That's his love for us. That's God's love for us. 
even when we don't deserve it he still will choose us he still will will chase after us it's just you have to be willing you have to be willing you have to call out to him and accept that you need saving accept that you need to be rescued and we have already been saved because he gave us his son to die for us but now we need to start working in ourselves and be willing to allow god to work in us but i don't know if this episode was a little short (laughs) but i think got straight to the point um I just want to close this on prayer like like we do so if we could just bow our heads together where you're at just talk to god ask him to rescue you ask him to save you from where you're at heavenly father we just come before you we thank you for giving us this opportunity to just tune in, to just have a moment with you and hear your voice. Lord God, we thank you for what you're doing in our lives. We ask you to rescue us. Rescue us where we're at. Rescue us in moments where we're suffering. Moments where we think that we have it all together or that we know what we're doing. God, you come to our rescue every single time because that's the love you have for us. Lord God, we just thank you for every single person listening or behind the screen. God, that each and every single one of them can just call out to you as a father, as a friend that they're able and willing to trust you and hear your voice to be able to rest in your presence and know that we when we are in situations where we're facing trials and tribulations that you are there at our rescue So God, thank you for what you're doing in our lives. Thank you for what you're doing here on the earth. Thank you for what you're doing in me and all the people that tune into this podcast. That everything we do, we do it in excellence. We do it because we are willing to sacrifice our flesh. We're willing to sacrifice our lives for you. Because we know that you know the plans you have for us. Lord God, heal anything that is hindering us. Heal wounds that we have yet to touch. Or yet to speak about. Heal the wounds of trust. That we can trust you. That we can trust what you're doing in our lives. Even when we can't see the things that you are doing. 
we know you are still moving we know that you are moving things for our good and for the good of those around us so god we worship you and we thank you for just being such a good father for being such a good friend and although we don't deserve it we know you still love us and you still choose us so we thank you and we love you and in your name we pray amen thank you guys for tuning in i love you all and i will see you not this monday but the following week i love you and stay tuned stay blessed